1: Katie Harris and this is an episode of the Nursepreneur Podcast. Today we have Jen Owen on with us uh, from jenowen.co.co. Jen, thanks so much for being here today.
0: Thanks for having me.
1: Sure. Um, Why don't you start out by giving us a little bit of background of you as a nurse? What kind of nurse uh, are you and how has it led to what you're doing today?
0: Sure. Yeah, I think um, it's important to know I started out more in natural medicine. So I've been doing herbal medicine for about 30 years. Um, since I was, so 29 years officially, since I was um, 19. And as I started to beget, become a better herbalist, I realized I didn't know enough about pharmacology, physiology, to really understand the medications that people were taking and how the, the herbs might interact. And um, felt like I just wasn't as good of an herbalist as I wanted to be, and so then decided to go into nursing. I was also a starving herbalist. Being an herbalist in Indiana in the 90s was, uh, you know, not the easiest path, so nursing felt like a way to be able to have a steady income and also learn the things that I wanted to learn, so became a registered nurse and then worked at a free clinic for um, several years, worked in the hospital a little bit, worked in a free clinic, and then just really figured out quickly that I still couldn't diagnose anybody, treat anybody um, legally under that licensing. So then went pretty, as soon as I could into um, getting my master's and becoming a nurse practitioner. I worked in a functional medicine clinic for during my clinicals and also in my early years. Um, as a nurse practitioner and then decided to start my own practice and so I had a practice in Indiana for about four years then we decided to move to Oregon Um, I live in Portland now where I've started a second practice so seven eight years later two practices in um, so
1: your your practice in Indiana is still ongoing
0: it is not I closed I sold that practice actually to another nurse practitioner and then moved here and started fresh
1: So is Indiana, is that kind of like a free NP state or did you have to have like a medical director and stuff?
0: There you have to have a collaborative agreement for prescriptive authority. So your collaborator signs like 3% of your charts on which you write a prescription. So you can have independent practice with a collaborator for the prescriptive part.
1: Okay, uh, but now you're in a free state. <laughs> you I, must am. Love it. <laughs> I am,
0: and we even have, a, it's so awesome in Oregon, we even have a natural medicine addendum to the Nurse Practice Act that basically says, if you can prove that you've had training in something, you can do it. Like, so hands-on stuff, energy work, herbal medicine, supplements, any of it, as long as you you know, just aren't willy-nilly doing it and you can prove your education, then we can do it. And it's like part of the Nurse Practice Act
1: it's really awesome. It's like the model state, you know, for NPs.
0: (laughs) It is, and what's interesting though is that there aren't that many nurse practitioners here, and people don't in Portland do not really know what nurse practitioners are, so I've had this giant challenge moving here of starting over where I didn't know anyone, and having to explain what I do to every single person I meet even someone came in yesterday and was like well my insurance doesn't cover alternative care and I was like well I'm not alternative care (laughs) I'm I'm a nurse practitioner I bill just like your you know doctor over at your other place does so
1: oh that's interesting uh,
0: it is really and it has been a fascinating thing I did not expect I'll tell you
1: That's really funny. Um, Okay, so when did you decide that you were gonna start a business in in Indiana since you started that one first? Um, Was it just something- I think I
0: always knew I was going to start a business, um, but I was commuting to the functional medicine practice where I was working, and the commute was just really getting to me. And so I asked to go part-time at that job and she didn't want a part-time person. And so um, she let me go with a four-day notice. She was like, yeah, that's gonna work by. And I was like, oh my gosh. Oh, great. Well, I guess that means I'm gonna start my practice. And so I got a little part-time job that covered my basic necessities. And then just everything kind of fell into place. It was like the decision was made and then everything fell into place. I found a little room in an office and the collaborator, it was his actual kind of side hustle office. And so I got a room and- he collaborated with me and um, it went great. I mean, obviously, in the beginning, <laughs> no business goes amazing in the beginning. I don't think. I mean, I guess I hope I shouldn't. <laughs> no, day it's, day. It's, it was hard in the beginning. I, want, true. I just want to tell people it's, you know, just a piece of cake because yeah, there's no, some blood, sweat, and tears. Yeah, no,
1: I get mad when I see those advertisements like, you know, fast, easy money. It's just, it's, it's bullshit honestly yeah. uh, you know it's yeah. just but anyway I, so you asked a question and then you got a 4 days notice after that <laughs> of, your, mm-hmm. of your but i have to say like there's something very powerful when somebody you know cuts the rope for you because that money that we make as nurses and nurse practitioners is very very alluring and it's like it holds you like a slave to your job and it's so scary to leave something like that so to have kind of like the, the rope cut for you is so much nicer
0: it did work out well. I I have a mentor that says, security is the mortal enemy of your purpose. And I think that's such a great quote because we think we have job security and then we feel like we can never make it. And so we, we just stay there. And even if we're miserable, because just what you said. So it did make me live my purpose for sure.
1: That's awesome. Okay. So you got your four day notice. You're like, oh crap. Um, now I really need to do something, and you got a part-time job closer to you, presumably.
0: Yes. Um,
1: tell me a little bit about what functional medicine is, uh, just so that I'm clear.
0: Yeah, so there's and there's there's some gray areas in between things, but functional medicine is, in my experience, is using more in-depth labs to get to the physical root of the problem. So. For example, comprehensive stool analysis, like if someone's having digestive issues, just giving them a PPI is not really finding the problem. So looking at the stool and looking, do they have enough digestive enzymes? Do they have enough hydrochloric acid to break down fats and proteins? What's the microbiome of good bacteria and bad bacteria look like? So going in depth with that and then using supplements and other um, herbs and supplements for treatment. And it's, it's very looking at the root of the problem on the physical level is, is my understanding of the functional medicine approach. So it's really looking at pathophysiology and going, doing that deep dive into that. So I still do quite a bit of that in my practice now as well.
1: Okay. And why is that not just like mainstream? Like why doesn't everybody do it?
0: Great question. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I really, its especially gut health is one of the ones I really just don't understand why we don't just look at, I mean, I feel like the comprehensive stool analysis would be something everybody could do because most of us have something. We get a little bloated. We get our stool consistency is not exactly like we think it should be. Stress then causes who knows what and we take antibiotics, we kill our good bacteria. I really don't know. Um, I think it's money. I mean I, I there's so many things like that that I just feel like are they're science. It's not like alternative weird woo-woos medicine. It's very scientific. So I, I honestly do not know the answer to that question. And I wish I did. Yeah. Apparently that's why I love the, I love what I do with integrative medicine because I don't just say herbs are great. Drugs are bad. Um, you know, it's to me, it's like we have all these things. Let's use all of it, yeah. including emotional healing and working. What's happening in a social relationship and the finances? And we really to treat the whole person. We can't just treat physically, anyway.
1: Yeah. Why is this such a novel idea? Um, yeah, because it always kills me that um, you know mainstream health will make the connection between stress and let's say heart problems and your primary care doctor will say well I'll take it easy so because you're going to have a heart attack or something and we make that correlation yet um, you know everything else seems to be kind of like woo woo science or something <laughs> it's just a very bizarre like
0: <laughs> well it's like vitamin d why is vitamin d not a routine lab now that's paid for just like a blood sugar because we know so many things that vitamin d supports the immune system the serotonin the Um, It potentially helps prevent cancer. Now we've seen it as uh, people who have uh, optimal vitamin D don't get as many symptoms with COVID, have a lower mortality. Like it's so many things and there's all this science and yet it's an expensive lab for a patient. A patient gets a copay on that lab. So it's frustrating.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So do the patients um, feel like you're trying to push um, kind of like non you know, like this other stuff on them um, that they're like, let's say their primary doc doesn't do, or are they coming to you explicitly because the primary doc doesn't do it?
0: I, the latter one, for okay. sure. I mean, I my website does a really good job. I've worked really hard on marketing over the years and it does a good job of filtering. So, you know, if you're looking for kind of the quick fix, easy pill, I'm obviously not going to be the answer. There are going to be a team and we're going to go through things, but most people are just so excited that someone's willing to dive in a little deeper and try to figure out, like I have a young, young woman who came in last week, who's vomiting every day and has been vomiting every day for like 10 years. 10 years.
1: That's, a no long time. <laughs> That's normal.
0: Yeah. It's not. <laughs> it's just stress. And she's like, I am not feeling stress. Like maybe at one point it was stress, but, and no, one, everyone's like just, and they've given her all the different drugs and done so many tests and there's no solution. And what we did was some gut healing herbs. And it's, it's not every day already within like a couple of weeks, like, you know, it's not I guess it's only one week, but she, you know, it's all it's already better. It's so amazing to me.
1: Because, and you know what, the worst part about that too, is that for 10 years she was going to the primary care and I can guarantee you every time they saw her name on their roster, they're probably like, oh God, here comes Mary Sue, the crazy lady that's vomiting all the time, you know, and it's just, uh, that is just you know, across the board. (laughs) That's how, that's what happens when mainstream medicine, I think, can't make a diagnosis or or is not quite sure what's wrong.
0: So often, so often, yeah, agreed.
1: All right, so you moved to Oregon and um, you decided to start this second practice. Was it much easier to do the second practice?
0: (sighs) All the nuts and bolts were much much easier because I already knew how to do it, but I didn't know anybody. In Indiana, I had longevity. I was a nurse. I worked in a free clinic where we had volunteers coming in. Like I knew everybody. Here, I knew nobody. So the marketing and getting my name out and explaining what a nurse practitioner is and then what I do. And also we have a naturopathic college here in Portland. So there's a naturopath on like every corner and they're licensed to do primary care like they're they can take it bill insurance and be primary care here in oregon in indiana naturopaths paths aren't licensed so it's a very different world so i would say yes fundamentally easy breezy getting it all set up and then getting my name out there has been a lot more challenging here and now I mean, i'm i've done it but whew, <laughs> moment, they could no, the audience can't see me swiping my brow <laughs> wiping the sweat away (laughs) but you know it just takes time I mean they say three years for a business to be really viable and I hate that because I don't like rules and blanket statements but I've kind of found that to be very true in both times that I've done this to really be making good money it's taken about that long and worth it both times for sure
1: Yeah, that, that's about how long it took me as well, like that that first year you're just kind of like kind of fumbling around and there's a lot of you that's like, oh, should, am I allowed to do this, should I do this, maybe somebody else will do this, or, you know, you're just kind of like unsure of yourself and then the second year, you know, it's kind of like you're breaking even and you see the money but you can't really get the money and then you know year three, you start to figure it out and you allow the money to come to you, which is is a weird thing to, you know, it's not something I thought I'd ever say, but it, you know, I I do believe in in that um, you know, when you're you're go through the business journey that you go through, that there's a lot of self-development and personal development that goes along with it.
0: So much, so much. That's the part they don't tell you.
1: It's so true. Okay, so you ha- you have your two practices. Uh, well, you sold your one practice and now you're in the second practice and you've had this experience. Is your, is your practice um, mobile? Is it brick and mortar? Is it a hybrid? What is it?
0: It's brick and mortar. I, um, you know, part of my mission is to be part of the change I wanna see in healthcare. And what I wanna see is hands-on touch and compassionate care as much as possible. Now that said, I do some telemedicine visits if we need to, especially with COVID. I've done more than I've ever done. But generally um, I think you can do, you know, still have a lot, a great telemedicine practice, of course. It's just not my thing. Um, I wanna touch my people and see them and, listen to their, their do a good physical. Like I, there's nothing. I learned so much by touching people. So that's more my,
1: my way. So did COVID hurt your business? Help your business? Was had negative, like a neutral effect?
0: Well, it, it definitely caused a shift because I have always been, I had, was a cash pay practice in Indiana and I started out as a cash pay practice in Oregon. And I was already kind of like, noticing because the naturopaths can bill insurance that maybe i might want to try it and because we have non-disparity here so we get paid the same as medical doctors for all of our um, oh my god that's not fair i know it's so great like and so i was like okay so when COVID hit i realized if i had a bunch of primary care people i had never wanted to do primary care either but now i'm like my son has grown up he lives in montana I have time. So I was like, well, I could do primary care. And um, if I had primary care people, I could still be doing telemedicine visits and not closing with this whole COVID thing. And that's when I, you know, I had already been like talking to a biller and I was like, yes, let's do it. And um, so I started billing insurance, which I never thought in a million years, I would say was a good decision. Honestly, it's been a really good decision. And I love to do annual exams and PAPs and. So um, all of that I've gotten to do for everybody, which is really enjoyable, you know, cause it's, I like to create a different experience than what we're used to in stirrups and, you know, the whole thing. So cold table stirrups, there's none of that here. Um, so it's been really good decision. So COVID and then it really only affected me. I only had to close for like, I think they let us open very quickly when we weren't like, cause the primary care is essential and I probably could have stayed open, but, I just didn't, I wasn't sure, you know, we all weren't sure in the beginning, but it was only like two or three weeks. So it really has been a good thing because I bit the bullet and now I've got tons of primary care people.
1: That's awesome. Um, So now you're teaching uh, nurse practitioners how to do this as well, right? What you're doing?
0: Yeah, about three, so three years ago, I've been doing that about three years as well. Um, When I moved to Oregon, Every people who heard how my practice went in Indiana and that I was able to sell my practice, I just started getting email after email How'd you do it? How'd you do it? What did you do? Did you do this? Did you do that? And I just started doing some free phone calls with people to start answering questions. And I really saw that there is no, there was, especially now, there's more, there's so many things have popped up over the past two years, even about helping people start practices, which has been interesting. Um, But there really wasn't anyone doing exactly what I'm doing. And so I said, you know, I could start a program and I could put these all in modules. So then I don't have to say this a million times and then I love to teach and I love to help people do this. It's so fun for me. So I get to have fun at the same time. So about three years ago, I started a Start Your Practice program I've helped, I'm almost at 22 clinics now across the country that I've been a part of helping. So I help, there's a program to start your practice and then a program to help grow your practice. And then I do one-to-one coaching with people to grow practices based on doing an integrative approach where we're doing whole person care, longer visits. Um, I don't think you have to go and get like, functional medicine training or anything really special to practice the way I'm practicing. It's really more about more time with the person, more listening to the person, and then getting training in areas where you really feel like, oh, you know what? I'm getting a ton of thyroid stuff. I'm going to go learn about natural medicine for thyroids and see what other kinds of cool things I can add. So I feel like anyone can do it. And then a lot of people are going and getting, there's so many programs now, which is I have a whole other, I mean, story I could go into about the evolution of natural medicine in the last 29 years. Um, So I I think there are pros and cons to the way things are moving. Um, But all in all, I'm happy to see us doing a much more holistic approach. Um, People are really, really, I have a Facebook group that has almost a thousand people in it, which like is so exciting to me that that many people are thinking about a more holistic practice. I mean, what could we do, you know, if we all did this in every town, it'd be awesome.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. And it's definitely something that, um, you know, I feel like I've just been hearing about and that's why, um, you know, like I've I've interviewed um, different people who have mentioned in, you know, random circles about functional medicine. And I'm just kind of like, what is this functional medicine? Like, I've never heard of this before, you know, the integrative health and like, what's the difference between the two? Maybe you could talk a little bit about that.
0: Yeah, I think, you know, I like the word integrative. I like integrative health. Integrative medicine is sort of what I say I do. There's a little controversy about whether that's okay because should nurses be practicing? Do we practice medicine? Do we not? I'm not sure about that because there's also herbal medicine and food is medicine, but anyway, regardless. In in my approach, I say integrative because I combine conventional with natural, with hands-on healing. And so i feel like integrative means combining two or more things so functional medicine is part of what i do and i think you could say it's very similar although i don't know that i think functional medicine trainings incorporate as much of the emotional spiritual stuff as i do with my people so when I'm talking to people, I'm finding out what happened at the moment when these, these symptoms started, and then we're going to go back and actually work on some healing for that thing that happened, because more than likely, it's not healed. So I've done, I used to be super sciencey, and now I incorporate way more woo into my work. Um, and... I love it all, you know. Again, like if you're you come in and your blood pressures, you know, two twenty over one sixty, we're gonna give you herbs, but we're not gonna just give you herbs. You know, we're gonna go ahead and give you some medication to bring that down to a safe level while we sort it all out. So I love being able to. If you've got a raging yeast infection, I'm not just gonna tell you to quit sugar. I'm gonna treat you with some drugs. I tell people, I'm like, you want some drugs for that? You know, joking around. Um, Because why not, you know, so integrative to me is just a broader umbrella for all the different kinds of things. And you can mix and match it how you want. I mean, I have someone who is doing more functional medicine with gut health. And then another person who is doing more women's health. Um, So, you know, there's like, you can really, I really want you to do what you want to do. Like, what do you love to talk about? What do you love to do? And then form that into an integrative umbrella.
1: That yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I love that. And that's like the exact type of uh, primary provider that I would want to go to because I, I can't stand this dichotomy of like, you know, we only do this and all that stuff is, you know, bad or not real or, or whatever, because I, I can't stand that mindset. And it really, it wasn't until I started my business um, that I really appreciated that mindset because before, like, you know, it, when I was working in the hospital, I mean, I was like, one hundred and ten percent scientific western medicine anything that deviated was weird and woo and and whatever and now just kind of like I did like a a total 180 and it was because um you know there were so many gray areas that you look at um and I I want somebody that is going to give options and not kind of judge you for wanting something else or, or thinking that, you know, there, there could be other options to explore and let's kind of like brainstorm it and see. And that for some reason that is so threatening uh, to kind of what we were offering in mainstream. And it's, it's very bizarre to me.
0: Agreed. Yeah. I don't, I mean, why not have all that's always my thing It all, you know, (laughs) again, like let's treat your, let's figure out why your blood pressure got there. But in the meantime, we need to get it under control. Yeah. Not, yeah. I, don't think, I mean, I, obviously we have polypharmacy and way too many drugs being prescribed yes. in general, yet a few of those, I mean, there's some drugs I really like, and there's some drugs I really don't like. So, you know, finding that balance for people, I mean, there's nothing like a good antidepressant when you need it. You know, I do not want people suffering and struggling when we can make them feel better. And in the meantime, what else? Is your vitamin D in the toilet? I bet you it is. Uh, because no one checked it, which is an easy one.
1: All right. I love this. Um, All right, Jen. So if people want to contact you, they want to, you know, start a practice with you or do coaching with you, how can they get in touch? Sure. So
0: um, the website www.jenowen.co is going to have what I do with coaching, my whole 90-day practice program layout. I'm actually offering a special right now that gives you, it's normally 90 days of coaching. Now it's 180 days of coaching. Oh, wow. So that's going on right now at the current price point until Sunday night. So people want to I don't know when this airs actually we didn't talk about that. <laughs> Might be too late. It doesn't matter. It regardless I you know I, what I do is incremental, you know I just if it goes up a little bit in price it's still available. And then the an easy way to get to know me better and to learn more about what I'm doing is to join my free Facebook community and it's called Start Your Own Integrative Practice community for APRNs. So if you just kind of start looking at start your own integrated practice community, that will come up. And then I do live trainings almost every month. um, Just trying to help people get all the fundamentals in place because there's I've done over like, I think 125 free phone calls with people. And so I've developed trainings around what all those questions were in the beginning, because more important to me than whether you work with me or not, is that you just get going because people find every reason that like we talked about the job security or the the, the money, obviously money is important. I'm a for-profit advocate. <laughs> we do want to make money, um, but money kind of stops us. And then the fears... And, you know, there's just so many things that stop us. And then the lack of education, we feel like we need to know more. Um, I don't think any of that's really true. And so I try to help people realize that and be an inspiration that it's possible and you can do it, if I can do it, you can do it. And now there's help. Like, let me tell you, there wasn't help for me. Like I made a lot of really costly mistakes that I'm hoping to help people avoid.
1: Awesome, all right, Jen, well, thank you so much for this. Yeah, thanks.